0: Good evening, everyone. I don't know if I should touch this or not, get it down to a normal height. Um, well, it's great to be back again for the second time. Um, and uh, uh, we, this will be, again, another Yosemite um, kind of a program. But I've got some other pictures to, to show you. And uh, as another, it just it's, it's one of those things. Everything comes down to the last second and uh, leaving power cords somewhere else and then your computer dies and just been running around and so thankful for, for Patrick that came out and, um, and for the Price family, for Upio assembly, I mean they're priceless uh, it's well you know uh, even um, uh, Boaz you know, I mean you know if he didn't if he didn't have Ruth, he'd be ruthless, wouldn't he? But uh, we would be priceless without. But anyway, so uh, I do have uh, somewhat of a program. Uh, it's pictures, they're not in order, I don't think. <laughs> but we're gonna start off a little bit of Michigan and uh, kind of what has happened in uh, 2019. And if maybe we can have the lights, we can uh, we can maybe start if someone can shut the lights off up in the front up here, if that, oh, if that's needed, I don't know. But oh, this goes way back. Okay, they're going to be like, I'll just have to speak quickly, and it's going to be interesting. There's some of my family. I've got two. I got eight of them. They're inside because of that was the temp, and so we had pretty good snow this last year. Uh, I forget how many feet. Uh, Dogs love it outside. This is my last litter of 13 that I had of labs and uh, but they love the snow. This is a setup. See it's all out of order. (laughs) Had some more snow and uh, the house and uh, this was in April. There's a friendly little snowman. This is my mom's birthday. This is uh, we ate like pigs Um, and 95 and uh, some of the sky there in Michigan, and uh, there's Yosemite, first view. Yosemite Falls, the water was incredible. There's our Warren, first speaker, and there's Nate again, and the colors, look at the colors in the green, and this is up in the high country in the snow, and a uh, lot, of, lot of deer up in there, and this is the backside of Half Dome. and some sunrises, full moon during the week, and a uh, couple of more deer. We ate like pigs. And some big bucks, too, here in the valley. And this is some of the fishing areas. And here we, here's our gathering. And the flowers and the greenery was incredible. The water was everywhere. There's a bear. And then we got a bunch of people around it right there. There's a bear trap right at our meeting grounds. There's our speakers. And there's our song leaders. And there's the tunnel. And that's looking through the rearview mirror of my car leaving. <laughs> and that was it. Boy, that, went, that was very good. That was uh, that was quick. Okay, now who remembers the first picture? <laughs> I not <don't> know. <laughs> that's great. Well, that'll give you a good idea. We had a great time. The weather was absolutely totally different from last year. I mean, the first day we could see the valley, and after that, it was because of the fires. We couldn't see nothing, and even the hard breathing last year. But this year, it was just the sun was so crisp. I mean, in Michigan, we don't see the sun very much. And, and so it's just so crisp, and, and it just seemed to be so clean, everything. And with the new growth on the trees and the and the and the plants and everything, it was just beautiful. And um, so it. Uh, but as far as Michigan, just a little bit. Um, I'm busy there at Rest Haven Homes, and um, as maintenance, there's always something to do. Um, and uh, I'm involved a lot in a lot of the, pro- the activities too. The one pitcher that, excuse me, one pitcher that had a bunch of antiques and stuff, we were doing a reenactment of Hee Haw. And so the staff members, this one gal in the activity, she wrote out the whole program. And it was it was a hit. Oh, just with slap jokes, you know, slap knee jokes. And I was grandpa, I don't know if you ever remember that program, but, you know, he say what's for supper? And I would give out you know, a poem on that and, and uh, gloom and despair and agony on me, deep dark destruction, excessive misery. If I hadn't bad luck, I had no luck at all. And just all, it was really fun. And so that kind of a program play comes around once every three years and they get all of us involved. And, uh, but we're um, seeing, we have a 4th of July parade we had this last year um we had five floats and it's just uh, the parade just goes up the road right that goes in the in the home and uh, it's only probably the total time is maybe i would say five minutes two minutes i mean it's just you're up and come back down the street so we had five floats i had three of my amish buggies and uh, we had re- all re- uh, residents picked out as far as the mayor. Um, we had the, the king and the queen, and we had one guy there. Our oldest resident was a hundred years old, over a hundred years old, riding in the float. And uh, really, I mean, we're starting this two weeks. I at least maintenance is starting two weeks before the parade, and it's only uh, total uh, just a couple hours in the afternoon and but it's a really it's a fun time we just packed the streets neighbors come and uh, they throw candy out to the kids and a fire engine comes in from the from the, the city and, and two police cars came in and we got one of the residents to ride in a police car really a fun time and so that's not just all fun and games there I believe me I have plunged many toilets and and changed many lights and uh, a lot of different uh, remodeling projects um, but I just really just thank the Lord to have a job and to have a job there and I it's sometimes you know just even the ministry that we've heard um, I just got to stay focused you know it's not for me it's for the residents it's for the Lord and um, and I got reminded that Satan so much wants to come in and change our minds on things, and uh, so I thank the Lord for these uh, for these uh, health facilities that we have for for the believers, and uh, so I'd be praying for all of them around the country, um, but. Yeah, I, so I'm doing that full time, and I do outside carpentry work, and uh, I gave up my antique business in November, so um, I still have a lot of things to get rid of uh, in the house. But um, when we do these plays, then I can at least walk around in my living room because everything's out of there and in, at the home, but now it's back <laughs> in my <laughs> kitchen and living room but uh, so but I was just there's just getting too much things to do with the uh, my outside jobs and the dogs I have I have seven labs now I had to put one down just before coming out here and uh, but uh, I'm hoping to have a litter coming up usually try to get two or three litters a year and that's one thing that I look forward to because uh, taking them to the home the, the residents just love the puppies and uh, it's good for the dogs. They get handled uh, all the time. They call it Puppy Friday. I bring them in every Friday. It's all posted on the boards and everything. People know the puppies are coming in. And uh, this last litter, I had, she had 13, which is a big litter. And every one of them was good and healthy. And, um, and I'm selling them right around the house, too. My neighbor directly next to me, they bought one. And a guy around the corner who is feeding my dogs right now, uh, he's got two, uh, they're three years apart, and he wanted to have one of each color, so he bought a a black one this time. But he's been feeding all my dogs. And um, he called me on Saturday, and he thought, ooh, I forgot to call Doug. He says, our power has been out. They had a big storm come through, and the power went out on Friday and they weren't expecting to come out till Wednesday this week uh, to come on. So he came over, he was feeding the dogs, he pulled my generator out, he knows where the keys are to the house and he hooked up my freezer and my refrigerator and the generator's been running, but praise the Lord, he called me back about an hour ago and the power's back on. So, and the weather's supposed to come down to about in the 70s, so it's gonna be really nice. But, um, so the Lord's been really good and uh been keeping busy and uh but now i'd like to uh just switch it over to um those i have uh called on and ricky will come up and just kind of glean on some of the things we have, have heard seen this last week
1: hello all um as you've noticed i bought a shirt from yosemite it's been a while you know 10 years and I still haven't bought a shirt up in Yosemite. You know, they have a half dome there. If you hike it, you buy a shirt. I'm like, you do half dome once, you don't need to do it again, ever. So um, this year I bought the shirt. We were talking about David and Goliath and we saw a lot of bears up there. And um, I'm like, well, David killed Goliath. I could kill a bear (laughs) with my bare hands. (laughs) So I bought the shirt. Um, But anyway, if we um, have a picture up, we can help with that. Just talk about Yosemite and uh, uh, bringing glory to uh, God. we'll just put the picture up. Um, there you go. <laughs> That's all the glory you need. Well <laughs> oh, the Lord huh? um, I had a, it was the volleyball one. We played volleyball this year, and uh, I went myself as a representation of uh, Claremont and uh, Southern California. And the MVP of the team was uh, none other than, is she here? Allie? Where's Allie? Allie Weaver, she's not here? No? She is phenomenal. She is amazing. She carried a whole team. Um, It was her, and believe it or not, the sixth man on the team that played or that didn't play, and he was a cheerleader. And uh, his name is Sam Salizar, back there. That's right, we were down eight points. And I was like, how are we going to bring this home? And Sam was like, you got to believe, baby. (laughs) You got to believe, baby. (laughs) And we couldn't look over because we're like, "Mm, is this, you know. I agree, but, you know, they're supposed to have, you know, a Christian economy. They weren't the players on the team, by the way. Oh, you can't get the picture up. (laughs) I was like, yeah, Dave, you know, Dave didn't play for a while. But um, um, Can you do the video? Okay, you can do the video. That is the video coming down from, um, we did a hike from, it was a panoramic trail. We started in Glacier Point. I'm going to have to play it like a couple times. started in Glacier Point, and um, we ended up going back down to the valley floor. We passed Nevada Falls, and we passed Vernal Falls, and the water was so heavy this year for Vernal Falls, it created a mist. It was a constant mist, mist trail on that mist trail. Those steps are about a foot and a half uh, tall each step, and there's about, let's just say, a thousand of them. And we went down all a thousand of them. My knees were hurting at the end, um, but as far as the trip is concerned, other than the message, going down with this group was probably, probably to me, was one of the most fun that I'd had in a long time. It was good to kind of suffer along with people walking that trail and having our knees hurt. Two days later, and our and our calves and our thighs hurt, and we're all we have something to relate to. Misery loves company, and we loved each other after that. So that was fun, and that's Lincoln taking a picture of something he'll never do again. And uh, he's not. If you guys know this about Lincoln. He is not like to get up early, <laughs> and, and God bless his soul for that. But uh, <laughs> Nate Nate um, Bramson was one of the speakers, and Nate Bramson touched on a really cool part in uh, 2 Kings, if you can turn there, 2 Kings Kings 13, verse 13. And he did a series about Elisha, and uh, he talks about Elisha and the king of, uh, it was Joash, king of Judah, and he told him to do the specific thing, and Elisha was dying. And he said, I want you to shoot an arrow, open the window, shoot an arrow out of the window, and I want you to take these arrows out and strike the ground over many times. Um, he didn't say to stop. And Nate really wanted to put emphasis on the fact that he did not tell him to stop. But the king did stop. He stopped at three. He says, why didn't you use five or six? You would have utterly destroyed your enemies. And because he did not do this, uh, they, his enemies would come back and return. And uh, he then went on to say that, is there a time where we started something for the Lord or a ministry, and we stopped because we didn't see fruit? We used to do, I used to pray for it a lot. I didn't think that I could do it. And so because I didn't think that we could, I could do it myself, I used to pray for it. We had a ministry. We had brothers go out in Claremont, two of them. Uh, at a time, or, or four to six, and we would, they would go out, and they would door to door. Are you saved? It was basically door to door evangelism. We stopped. We didn't really see fruit. And that was one of the things that first came to my mind was, had we, or can we, or had we kept going, would we have seen more fruit? Can we continue that? will the lord bless it and it's evangelism if his word goes out of course he's going to bless it there are also other ministries that i remember um, a lot of people starting before and they didn't finish and i was thinking "Mm, well obviously pray about them but will the Lord bless them if we continue to do them? And I was thinking that as he says it, and then he says, yes, if you guys know, the Lord will bless them if you continue to do them, whether it's 10 years back or not. And Nate's, you know, he's a fire preacher. And it was kind of a confirmation, like, okay, Lord, uh, maybe we should start these things, maybe we should continue to continue to do those ministries again, uh, carefully through prayer, but um, how is that not like us? How do we, how and sometimes we're we're like that King where we just stop something because we don't see the fruit and the Lord will work and he's trying to work through us, but we get impatient and we stop. That's kind of, uh, that that struck me deep. Also, he talked about procrastination and how it's a sin. So I've been folding my clothes ever since I got home from, from Yosemite because if I don't, they'll be in a bag and on the floor for the next month and a half. So, um, Learned a lot, (laughs) learned a lot up there, so. uh, Who's next?
2: Jeff. So um, Doug asked me to come up and just give a few things that I brought back from Yosemite, and I just specifically wanted to bring back um, just some of the things uh, from each speaker that I learned and that I could take back home with me. Something Nate focused on, uh, as Ricky already kinda already touched on, uh, was um, just being faithful to God and everything that we do and always being faithful to him. And, uh, and faithfulness starts with being ready when you're called by God. And um, Nate brought this out with um, Eli- Elisha having the cloak thrown on him um, by Elijah. And um, Nate was just going into that and just saying, be ready for that cloak to be thrown on you. So after Nate finished that message, um, I thought to myself, "Okay, Lord, uh, I'll be I'll be ready for whatever that cloak is thrown on me." And then right after I finished saying that, Dad leans re- leans into my ear as I'm still sitting in the pew, and he says, um, "You might be speaking on Tuesday, giving your testimony." <laughs> and I go, oh, "Okay, not the cloak I was wanting, but okay, Lord." <laughs> and then. Um, so I was just waiting for somebody to tell me that I was actually going to go up on Tuesday, and um, so Monday had all passed, and most of Tuesday had passed, and um, and then Dad comes up to me again at Tuesday at dinner, and he says, "Well, Dan Williams was going to go up, but he has a really bad kidney stone, so I need you to do it in an hour." <laughs> I turn pale, and I go, "Okay," <laughs> um, but that was just some—that was just a really practical application that I had just from Nate's message, just being being ready for that cloak to be thrown on you, whether it's um you know going up and speaking the next day or plunging toilets, <laughs> being faithful in whatever we do. Um, and then something from Warren's message that I don't really have an application that happen in the week, but something that just really kind of stuck out to me in Warren's messages was that um, he said he was talking about having victory in the flesh, and he said, um, remove to have victory in the flesh, you've got to remove every every stronghold that the flesh has on you. That means anything that would ever hold you back from a closer relationship from God is really just a definition of the flesh, anything that'll hold you back from God. So just remove any of that. And then um, when you remove something, you gotta replace it with something. So, and he—and Warren was saying, you gotta replace it with yielding to God and whatever he has for you. And I, and I just thought that was cool how Nate and Warren's both kind of yield. Uh, lined up together with focusing on the Lord and being faithful to him and yielding to the Lord and whatever we had to do.
3: Good evening. Yeah, so uh, this was our second time as a family to go to the Yosemite conference, but in a way it kind of felt like the first time as far as seeing so much natural beauty of Yosemite uh, because of the smoke and the fires last year and how restrictive it was both on, on what you could see and what you could do. I still thought it was terrific last year but I mean, this year just just blew me away. So, you know, the minute you 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 roll in there and you at the tunnel and you see the view and it just gets better and better and better. Uh, I was struck with how many different ways you can experience Yosemite. Yeah, I mean, we ended up um, as I uh, Ricky I think mentioned it. I think it was with 19 total people. It started with about five, and minute by minute it grew. And all of a sudden there were I think was it three cars that uh, of kind. People who took us up to Glacier Point, and we went along the Panorama Trail, and hiked down through Nevada Falls and Vernal Falls, like like the video showed. Tons of fun. Um, yeah, we all had sore calves just about the rest of the week. It must be something about those steps going down. Um, but just that was it was just such a neat way to see. I mean, you feel like you see all of it right there, and yet there's more. Um, Another highlight, I think it was this was on Friday, just a few days ago, we, uh, a whole bunch of us, it was at least 20, 20 people. Again, thanks to people who took cars down to the end of the river, we were able to tube, or uh, I've always called it tubing. That's the way we did it back in Phoenix, but floating down the Merced River. Um, it was just t- terrific. For a while, you're floating in front of upper and lower Yosemite Falls. You can see both of them. You could still see Half Dome. And you can start to see El Capitan kind of poking its head around the side, too, as you continue floating back and forth. You know, what a neat way to just see so much of it. Um, so that was, that was sort of the, the you know, physical beauty of all of it. Highlights spiritually for me, and I know uh, both Ricky and Patrick have mentioned this, but seeing, seeing the spirit work in, in both Nate and Warren, two very contrasting style speakers, Nate speaking, um, you know, in 2 Kings and Elisha, uh, Warren Henderson speaking about uh, the flesh, but the way that their their talks would would dovetail and piggyback on one another, uh, when two seemingly unrelated topics, it was just really neat to see because you can tell the Holy Spirit was putting it together. Very very cool. Um, I could have listened all day. You know, when 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 they're done after whatever an hour total. Uh, except for the fact that those seats are kind of hard, next year I'm going to bring some uh, padded something something that makes it a little bit easier to sit there, but uh, I could have gone all day and it's just so so neat to listen to them. Um, yeah, with Warren Henderson speaking on the flesh, how the flesh works, how to recognize the flesh, how to overcome the flesh uh, and, and they introduced when he introduced that he'd be talking about that all week, like, wow, how did you know? How <laughs> did you know that's exactly what I needed to hear this week? Um, faithfulness is what Nate Bramson was speaking on. He was mainly in Second Kings, Warren Henderson, mainly in uh, Genesis and Exodus. Um, I, I want to talk about other highlights that just really, you know, priceless things to see. Um, five souls saved on Tuesday night after a terrific gospel message by Nate Bramson. Um, he waited and he waited till he just knew there was another soul that that needed to yield to the Spirit's calling, uh, with a terrific talk on Luke 16, uh, the rich man and Lazarus and so on, Abraham's bosom. And so, um, and one of those uh, new saved souls is in this room tonight. I believe it was another three souls saved on Thursday night by a terrific message by, by Warren, um, Warren Henderson. He talked about why we can accept God's word as God's Word. It just gave a lot of good logical reasoning and, and, and talked about how the Bible was constructed and how we know that it's true. And then talked about the probability of all the, all the prophecy in the Old Testament all being fulfilled by one man. The astounding probability of it spoke right to my mind as a, as a math person. So I, that, that just really was, you can't listen to something like that and, and have any doubt in your mind. I don't know how anybody, anybody can, can um, think that, that God did not orchestrate all that. Um other things for me personally. Um I was encouraged each morning 7 a.m. uh going to Bible study, and my Delaney came with me, um, led by Scott DeGroff, very good leader of Bible study, talked a lot about what he's doing in freedom with their, their assembly that's growing there. Um just very, very encouraging. A good time of Bible study and prayer. And uh, Ricky mentioned this as well, but I was also very challenged during the last talk on, on Saturday, I guess it was just yesterday morning, wasn't it? Saturday morning about not giving up in the Lord's work or in our prayers for someone who's lost or in anything where you have begun working or serving uh, in some way and you get discouraged. And I, I'm sure anybody there can think of times where they just gave up and said, ah, you know, that person, I just, I'm not going to reach him. But you know, with the, the illustration, with the, uh, the arrows that were being shot and the king could have shot more. It just—it just—it hit literally like an arrow hit me between the eyes. I thought, you know what? I, there are several, several, lots of people. Uh, I thought of all kinds of people who I who I was uh, encouraged and inspired to not give up on to go back to praying for them. So that was just really, really encouraging. We almost didn't go to that. We I thought, well, well, let's hit the road early and get and get home. But I was so glad we went on Saturday morning. Another thing, though, is you just you get to know people better. Whether it's sitting around the campfire, floating down the river, hiking down Panorama Trail. Um, talking I got to, got to know Dr. Price better uh, sitting there at lower Yosemite Falls watching our kids clamber up the rocks and hoping they wouldn't fall into the water of the mist or whatever. Um, other people oh, my wife and I we sat down we're having ice cream we're all by ourselves thinking that we're losers uh, having ice cream by ourselves and Sam Yoon and uh, his, his two siblings and three or four other you know the Korean group that was there they all sat down and they said, hey, tell us how you met. And for the next hour and a half, all they did was laugh while we told the story of how we met and so on. And then they asked for advice and so on. Uh, We just had a bowl. It was so fun. Um, And there's there's just so many neat things. Uh, So let me me put it this way. Uh, Hopefully you see the connection here. And there are also many other things which I did in Yosemite, which if they were written in detail, I suppose that even the world itself would not contain the books which were written.
0: There you go. Yeah, it truly was um, a great week, and uh, as Jeff was saying last year, of course, it was still very good. Um, in fact, we were thinking that it was a blessing because of all the fires, because people couldn't run around and hike and everything. They had to stick around, you know, and uh, I forget, we had, didn't we have over 200 last year, I think, 250 maybe, or maybe near 300, I think it was but, uh, but uh, yeah so, but it was, it was very good as far as the fishing it was very bad <laughs> but for fishing for men it was very good <laughs> um, I caught one fish <laughs> I did catch uh, one keeper and that one keeper uh, got lost <laughs> I, did, I caught that on I think it was Monday I think and then my brother found it on Friday morning in the back of the truck. <laughs> and uh, we were surprised with all the bears around. I just can't understand. I mean, you know, they got so much people food there. They say, we don't want no stinking fish, you know. But um, uh, but no, but it was just the, the sights were just glorious, all God's creation. Um, so, and I... Um, some, just some thoughts and I had again. It's just, again, how our brothers mentioned how just their messages melted together. Warren speaking about the flesh, and I mean, we all can relate to that. Uh, We can all learn from that. And what better of a story than um, the Nate brought up, was of Gehazi. You know? Uh, Speaking of the flesh. And Gehazi's uh, thoughts were only to get get get. and, um, and that's what the flesh wants. and and, and elisha of course is just um, it wasn't get 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 It's to no, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Uh, Naaman wanted to, to give but, um, but it was just wonderful again, ministries, how uh, they meld it together. And one, a couple of quotes that I, that, uh, I wrote down, and I, I just, of course, you got to get the, the CDs to, to hear it all over again. But uh, Warren mentioned, uh, we cannot live on yesterday's appreciation of Christ. We cannot live on yesterday's appreciation of Christ every day is new. Uh, You know, maybe something happened today, wonderful, you know, and day's gone. But we can't live on today, you know. I mean, it's a, you know, it can can be motivated to think about tomorrow. What is the Lord going to have for me tomorrow and what I can lift up, where I can lift up the Lord? And another quote he said is the victory below Rests on the intercession with the Lord above. The victory below rests on the intercession with the Lord above. Prayer is so important and that's something that I know I lack and how much of an example our Lord was here on earth. How he prayed many times and um, it's so important to start the day in prayer, I've got a 30-minute drive to work, and I try to use that time to pray, and just to go through uh, the list of names that, that I know um, that need the Lord. And I was just so thankful too, thinking the first the first day when we were setting up, we had uh, a, a group camping next to us, and and uh, they were leaving, and this one guy I was able to talk with, Eric Sony. And uh, to give him a cd and then he gave i gave him two and so he gave one to his other friends that um, and but it's he sounded really he's just a beautiful smile but he needed the lord i don't care how how bright and perfect a teeth he had and and smile but he needs the lord and so uh that was just i thank the lord uh, for that because i honestly, I, it's, it's hard for me. I just, you know, it's, I know I need to be practicing more to, to be an open book and, and to be not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Um, just with a few thoughts here in closing, I, um, I shared this last week, even with the, with the folks at the home and in the book of Psalms, um, Uh, A lot of the chapters uh, start off with blessed and Psalms 1 um, is one of them and uh, it says, Psalms 1 says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Now this is a description of an ungodly, or uh, excuse me, a description of a, a righteous man nor nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I don't know if you remember one of the pictures. I have a tree. There was a tree right next to the river. No, I don't think that picture was up there. But I did have it. I forgot to select it. That's why I wanted to have that picture, and I forgot to put it on. But it's amazing. there up in Yosemite. These monster trees that are growing just right on the edge, and all their roots are coming out. And boy, they've got a feast all the time, and they're growing And they're thriving. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in season. Productivity. The righteous man. When we're feeding on the word, when we're talking to the Lord, so much we've been reminded of this this last week. And we know the flesh doesn't want this. Satan doesn't want us to be in the word, doesn't want us to be talking to God doesn't want us to be holding hands with the Lord as we walk day by day, but how much we need to be planted and strong by that water and bringing forth fruit in a seed be, be uh, productivity in the righteous man. And then, and then it says, uh, his leaf also shall not wither. Boy, that, that just shows the freshness. Of, the, of being in unity with Christ and feeding upon Him. It shall not wither. Bringing forth, a righteous man will bring forth freshness in, in, in your walk, in your life to this world. And whatsoever He doeth shall prosper. Prosperous. Prosperous. You know, sometimes evil things come in our life and we go through trials we have learned this last week too that we can have the victory. Even through these trials, things look bad. And the world is watching how we react. And um, we can be prosperous. And then the latter half here uh, speaks of the ungodly. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away Just like a big ash heap, you know, just when the wind blows, it's just, it's clouds. There's nothing there. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. And then this last verse, you cannot fool God. You cannot fool him. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish. You can't fool him of what you're doing in your life. Oh, I pray that you may be planted near those streams of water. And then um, I, I, if we can turn to an, an example um, of a prosperous and getting your focus would be in psalms 23 and i mentioned this that you know that that's a chapter that has been memorized by many and this one little girl got up she was going to quote psalms 23 and she misquoted the first verse and this is what she said the lord is my shepherd and that's all i want isn't that a great to misquote that The Lord is my shepherd, and that's all I want. Boy, that's not the flesh saying that. That's not the flesh. That is so true. And I I was thinking of um, in Luke chapter 22, and um, the story... Peter, that's in here somewhere, twenty-two. When we read of that story um, in verse fifty-four, then took they him and led him and brought him into the high priest's house, and Peter followed afar off. Now, again, as Steve was speaking this morning, Peter made bad decision a bad decision and it's it's amazing how the progression gets worse and worse and sometimes you know our flesh wants to cover it up and we see the first thing that peter was doing was following afar off when you see someone a believer that is waning away and not being so active anymore and being more quiet you know, you see that drifting; they're being afar off. And then we read, and when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall, and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. Is that first thing? Is starting to fall, follow afar uh, off, and even you start to gather with the wrong crowd among them bad decisions but a certain maid beheld him and sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him and said this man was also with him a third thing he did then following afar off starting to mingle amongst them and he starts to talk like them and he denied him saying woman I know him not. And we know this happened three times. And then as our brother mentioned this morning about brokenness and how the Lord likes brokenness. And we know what happened there after he said, I do not know him. And he looked up and there the eyes of the Lord were beaming straight at him Those eyes were not judgmental. They were loving eyes. And Peter saw those eyes. And he wept bitterly. He broke. He knew what he was doing wrong. And it just, we're all in the flesh. We all stumble. And how we need to so much keep just short accounts with God all day long and we know in this day and age it's going to get worse and worse folks what's going to happen and uh, but anyway so I hope you enjoyed the uh, the thoughts tonight and again if there's anything of the flesh please don't remember it but it was truly a wonderful evening and if I just have time to be clo- is it time to close right now is it Seven thirty. Okay. I <clears throat> for those. Uh, my sign that I have hanging out front is so true. It's the Garden of Weedon, and uh, it's it's all weeds. But um, but this is this is called footsteps of my Lord. <clears throat> Hear the thunder in the night. Hear the bolt of lightning strike. That's just the footsteps of my Lord. Hear the tiny infant cry. Hear the dying say goodbye. That's just the footsteps of my Lord. When I go out In the spring with colors so bright Veggies of the garden didn't grow in one night That's just the footsteps of my Lord Fish of the sea that swim all year Beasts of the forest and birds of the air That's just the footsteps of my Lord No, I'll never walk alone 'cause my Lord's always near. Hear the breezes in the trees. Hear the splashing of the seas. That's just the footsteps of See the rainbow in the sky, see the silver clouds go by, that's just the footsteps of my Lord. See the mountain stream so clear, see the seasons change each year, that's just the footsteps of my Lord. No, I'll never walk alone, cause my Lord's always near Hear the breezes in the trees, hear the splashing of the sea. That's just the footsteps of my Lord. That's just the footsteps of my Lord. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for the footsteps, the footsteps that we see in your word, and, O Father, how we so need to follow them footsteps. Oh, Father, help us to, to really see the working of the flesh, that we may deny it and turn our backs on it. Oh, God, may we look to the only one that can help us, The Lord Jesus Christ. Oh Father, help us during this week now. And we know that so many things are going to be coming up. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but we know who holds tomorrow. And Father, I just I would pray for each and every one here. And if oh, if there is one that needs a Savior, oh God, I pray that they would make a decision tonight to turn to Him. Oh, Father, what a wonderful footstep to follow into. So now we just commit this time to Thee, Father, giving Thee thanks so much for Your great love in Your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. In His name, Amen.